You know, I hope Paul George sees this because I'm about to speak to him from a Hooper's perspective. And you guys know how I feel about this guy's game. I love it. But it's at a point now where he has to take the fuck over. And I don't care how out of rhythm you are. This has happened the last two years. I'll be the first to tell folks, no, you can't just say, oh, he, he came up short or he choked and then point to his percentages. The guy is a rhythm player. The guy needs the ball in his hands and the guy needs shots and the guy needs to be going up and down the floor every time with the offense in his hands. First year in OKC, people point to it and say, oh, Joe Ingles shut him down and all these things. Those are all casual narratives, all of those, because the reality is what really happened is, and he is to blame for this to, to an extent. You're playing with Russell Westbrook. It's a weird fit. Carmelo Anthony is there. You guys kind of operate the same way. Two scorers, two wings, two small forwards. Okay. You guys have a, a, a weird offensive rhythm and a flow. There's not really much going on. Like if there's no real system. Russ is a hyper attack first athletic PG. Uh, plays with a chip on his shoulder. He knows one thing and that's to go. Okay. Fine. Following year now. Okay. Dame versus Russ. They were running the offense beautifully through Paul George. OKC was killing it. He was arguably, based on body of work, was a top five player in the league last year in the regular season. Yeah, I mean, defensive player of the year finalist, MVP finalist, career numbers. It looks great. OKC looks like a threat to go deep. They run into Portland. Portland ends up being Dame versus Russ. What happens to Paul George? He falls back out of rhythm. When I say out of rhythm, and it's happening again now as we speak, but this time, hey, this is it. This is it. I don't care how out of rhythm you are. You got to take a page out of Kobe Bryant's book. Ask yourself this, PG. You from L.A. You from that area. You you are a killer. You are a pure hooper. You're one of the best, most talented guys in the game, period. One of the best that we've seen of this modern generation. One of the best perimeter players that we've ever seen in this game. Looking at it from an eye test standpoint. Looking at it from an ability standpoint. There ain't too many Paul George in the history of this game. The handle you have, the arsenal you have, just how smooth it is. The ability to pull up, you, you went toe-to-toe with LeBron and Wade when you were 23, 24 years old, young. Not even, I think, but listen, Paul George is a certified hooper, okay? But it's to a point now where you cannot be okay with, hey, I'm just going to take these uh, uh, shots on broken possessions with seven seconds left in the shot clock and take them out of frustration and rush them. That's what I mean by out of rhythm. Paul George... Let's the offense run through other guys on his team, right? And and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't take the onus upon himself to say, yo, I'm Paul George. I'm the best offensive force on this team. Give me the ball and get the fuck out of my way, okay? And we'll go through me. Because the real killers and the real assassins in the history of this game, Kobe, Michael, they could have been as out of rhythm as you could put them. But when it came down to it and if their team wasn't winning and they were coming up short in the playoffs because of that, they were taking the onus upon themselves and smacking the shit out of the ball to the point where the guys in the nosebleeds could hear it when they get that. When they come off that screen, when they come off that curl, you knew whose time it was. You got to stop being chilly. You got to stop being nice. I know the offense on the Clippers is out of rhythm. It's, there's not, I mean, I talk about it all the time. Too many dogs. Marcus Moore, I mean, the Morris and, and Jackson are taking away valuable possessions and shots. You got Lou Will in there, who is a, a purist himself. He is doing his thing, too. He's trying to figure it out himself. You got Kawhi Leonard, who is coming off that like, historical run. He needs his shots and his moments. But 
this team's going to win when you have over 25 points every time. And that's what happened in game one. Paul George has to come out of games, start to finish, if the Clippers are going to win. And they're at a point now where they might fall apart and, and this might be it. Dallas might send them home early. Because the team's messy. The team I'm telling you right now has too much going on. They don't have offensive formula. We could sit here and blame Doc, but it's time. It's to the point now where Paul George has to come out of the gate firing, and he has to come out of the gate putting himself in rhythm. You can't let, and with all due respect to Morris, with Lou Will, with Reggie Jackson, and even with Kawhi, you can't let guys who aren't on your level offensively and, and have your talent level sink you out of games. Because when I go on and I go on Twitter and I see casual narratives like Pascal Siakam is better than Paul George or Paul George is a choke artist or Paul George is this, that, and that, it becomes incredibly hard for a guy like me who appreciates the hell out of this guy to defend him. Because there comes a point, if I was Paul George, if I had that ability and talent, just me, (laughs) I would say, give me the fucking ball. Get the fuck out of the way. We're going to win through me. Yeah. And everyone else can find their rhythm through that. Kawhi can get his. Kawhi is a different type of player. PG, you know you need the ball. You know you need shots. Take over. Come out of the gate firing. Set the tone early. None of this spotting up and I'll catch my rhythm. You got to come at their chest from the start. And that's how the Clippers are going to win the championship.